Welcome back to another exciting episode of the True Tone Podcast, a show where I find interesting people and have true conversation about their life in tone. I'm Amante Hall. On this episode, I have a conversation about black families raising their families with the media against them. I want to hop right into it. You know, I like this um, Discovery Channel thing that happens when they put on different docs on animal life. I love it. I think it's amazing, particularly when they cover wolves. I think it's like one of the coolest things you can do. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen that? They cover the wolves' life over a certain time period. Maybe it's a year, maybe it's a couple of years, maybe six months or whatever. And they always cover like the leader of the pack. And it got me thinking, got me like, had the juices flowing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was really cool. Like in the graphics, the the quality of life that you get to witness in that pack. Interesting how the pack leader is always redirecting the pack, redirecting the group. And I had this thought, what is the job of the pack leader? What's the job of the pack leader? And I think it's three things. I think it's three things. The job of the pack leader is to plan is to carry the group, make sure they're hunt, make sure they're eating, make sure they're getting everything they need. And lastly, the last thing the pack leaders are responsible for is to teach them, the younglings or the rest of the group, how to carry their own weight. And I think that's a perfect example of what it's like and what I want to talk about today with three families and their packs, particularly the leaders of these packs. The fathers. I want to talk about fathers. I'm going to talk about black fathers. And I want to talk about something that is hard for packs to be successful is when outsiders try to get in and they look around and they're making comments and they're posting about this and they're posting about that and they're making this comment and they're shooting darts at the leader because they don't understand the movement of the leader. It's really critical that we let nature run its course or we let the pack leaders do their thing. I find it hard for the pack to carry out the assignment when outsiders have something to say on a regular. So I want to talk about three families. The first family up is the Williams family. You know, Serena and Venus Williams, 
two of the greatest female tennis players of all time, two of the most outstanding athletes of all time. Everybody knows what Serena's done, getting the Wilmington, all the trophies, the accolades. She's, she's probably one of my favorite athletes of all time. I talk about her a lot, particularly on the show, a lot. <laughs> like, um, I, t- I tell these crazy stories about how I got destroyed for liking her, and I think she's, I think she's beautiful. And you got Venus Williams. There was a movie that came out. I, I don't know if you guys got to check it out. It was on like HBO Max. It, it had Will Smith and their father, who was Richard Williams, they grew up in Compton. Everybody knows that, right? In in the movie, it's the journey. The father had this crazy 72, 78-page plan to get his daughters out, and he stuck to it. And he did these unethical, unorthodox types of things to get them from point A to plan A. <laughs> and people were so upset at Richard Williams, but he knew he had to do it, just like... The pack leader, sometimes they got to do things that other people don't understand to get their pack in a position to thrive. And I kept wondering what this question would be, and that is, what's the job of the pack leader? And essentially, I'm paralleling that and saying, what's the job of a father? And the job of the father is to teach them how to plan, how to carry their, their own, and how to be a carrier. And I think looking back, because it's been so much time, they both retired as athletes, tennis players, at the top, at least in my opinion, at the top. There's, there's just nothing truly like a father who loves his family. And for outsiders and their perspective, that looks much different. There's this scene in the movie. And there's so much that they go through, the ups and downs, things you couldn't imagine. And we almost didn't get Serena. She kind of had to force her way into being a tennis uh, athlete, savant, prodigy, however you want to claim it. Well, we almost didn't get her because, you know, she, her dad didn't want her to play tennis, but she ended up doing it anyway, which was like a cool thing. But there's this scene at the end of the movie, and I'm skipping through it. It's such a powerful scene. The scene at the end is Venus Williams, the whole movie, her father was carrying this bag for her, like, you know, with her gear and her racket and shoes and sneakers, whatever. And she used to be so nervous about doing these things. And then at the end of with this cool scene, her dad starts to carry the bag. And then she looks at him. She's like, no, dad, I'll take my bag. Like, isn't that the job of the father? Isn't that the job of a good father? Now, let's let's strip away all the antics and all the shadow stuff. Like, everybody, no one's perfect. Everyone's going to do something that you don't like. They're going to do something that you deem unworthy. But in this particular case, he did his thing. His daughter got to a point where she felt comfortable to be herself at such a young age to represent so much to be so strong for so many people. I think that is brilliant. And I think Richard Williams, no matter how you feel about him, he did what he was supposed to do. He got his pack out of Compton into straight up consciousness of greatness. 
And I think that is amazing. And I think it's time we say it. I think it's time we say it. Go ahead. But I'll, I'll give you a second. I'll give you a second. It's time we say it. He was right. They was right. One more time. He was right. They were right. Doesn't that feel better? Doesn't, doesn't that feel better? I feel, I feel so much better now that we can say that. Just a man that's been getting beat up for so long and not letting his daughters do tournaments because he didn't feel like they were ready. They're not ready. I'm not going to make them do that. I'm not going to let them embarrass themselves. That's a sign of a good leader of a pack. And so many times we, we look at leaders of the pack and we see teeth and sometimes they get grind. They get grind in their teeth. And there's, here's another dad. You know, he's known for his crazy smile, like a like a pack leader. He's known for this crazy smile. I'm talking about LeVar Ball from the Ball family. You know, the three brothers that he told the world, both of my boys going to play in the NBA. Remember that? He was sitting on ESPN or he was sitting on the herd. And he's known for these crazy takes, but he's also known for taking crazy risks. An insane businessman, uh, an unorthodox mind, all-out basketball talking behavior on and off the court. He's the guy you play basketball with, and you get so upset you want to fight, and you get kicked out because he gets you mad by what he says. He gets you going with the jargon. LeVar Ball is, is the true, like, trophy man case of, like, what I feel like the media wants to attack. And, and I feel like because it's Father's Day, it's important that we talk about that. LeVar Ball, during that time period, with his son, with his sons, Lonzo Ball, LiAngelo Ball, and LaMelo Ball, unorthodox. And I don't want to discount the mothers, but we're focusing on the fathers today. It's fathers today. We're focusing on the fathers. And what was the conversation around the ball family? Was he forcing his boys to play basketball? Was he forcing his boys to have these sneakers? And which is insane when you think about it, because at that time period, nobody was having their own shoe. Like Labar, Lonzo Ball came into the league. He had his own shoe and, you know, nobody could get it. Everybody. <laughs> I remember that. Like people, I'd never seen anybody with the shoes. Ever. I know they're expensive, but still he was doing things that were different. They were doing pop-up shops with merch. That's around the time when pop-up shops were getting cool. It was just at the beginning. They were doing some crazy stuff. And he said it. He's like, all my boys going to play in the league. And people laughed at him. You know, he did these crazy unorthodox ways of marketing. But it's just that it was just creative marketing saying, I could be Jordan one-on-one. Everybody's going like, what? (laughs) And people started digging up and looking up his stats. They missed the point. He was creating momentum for his family. He put himself out there. He took a lot of heat so that his sons could go thrive. And yeah, he put pressure on them. Who doesn't think that their kids are going to be great? And if you don't think he's going to have pressure playing basketball, you're crazy. I think Lonzo Ball has done good when he's, when he's not uh, injured. I think LaMelo Ball is very talented. I think he's probably the best out of the three. And LiAngelo Ball, he's he's had his moments. We know what, what happened to him in, I believe it was Tokyo, which is insane. But kids have to learn. They have to go through these learning moments to carry their own weight, to learn how it feels, to make decisions. And you can't you can't be afraid as a father to let your kids learn. And I think 
Leangelo or LeVar Ball has done a great job and no one wants to say it. When you look at the Mannings, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, and the father, Mr. Manning, no one gets upset. There's this famous story of his father blaming, uh, blocking Eli from going to the Chargers. Is that good fatherhood or is that overstepping? But if LeVar Ball, who said, no, no, let Lonzo's not going nowhere. He's going to the Lakers. He wheeled his son by words to the Lakers. If that isn't the most insane thing, if that's not word of mouth, if that's not trust and faith and belief in God that he could do it, if that's not declaring it with your words, and then it happens when Magic Johnson was in the office. Now, granted, I don't think they really had a plan, so all that all fell out, but that's, that's not Lonzo's fault. He was a player, young, right? Got into the league. I think he plays with the Bulls now. But the point is this. I feel like the media, we all know this, attacks particularly black fathers who stand up for their children, who understand their children, who understand what their children may need. And that's the point, right? That's the point. We need to let these fathers be fathers in a time period where everyone is critical on fatherhood and everyone's attacking the father image or the man image or whatever you want to say at that point. It's important to let them at least know in their mind, like, hey, maybe I do know what I'm doing as the father of this parent. And that's ultimately my point. He was right. His boys went to the league. He coached them from jump street to jump shot. LeVar Ball is a legend. And other fathers should want to be like that. Maybe do it in their own way. It's important to be yourself along the way. But I'm going to say this. He was right. He was right. They were right. I'm going to say that. He was right. They was right. To be a businessman and to understand, to put yourself at the, the face of it and taking the heat until your kids were a little ready to, to be the face of their own brand, to be the face of their own journey, I think that's that's impressive. And I think he understood that. And as I've gotten older, I realized that's what they were doing. In some way or fashion, their intent was to shield and their intent was to put pressure in the right areas to push their kids in the right ways because they knew they knew that they needed that. And that is amazing. That is fatherhood. That if it if it isn't, I don't know what it is. If, it, if that's not fatherhood, if that's not being a great pack leader, I don't know what is. I want to look at this last person and then we're going to get out of here because I don't want this episode to be too long. The last one we all know really well. We've been watching this youngling from when he was 16 all the way up into the billionaire that he is now, LeBron James, the James family. It's insane how he has this image that is just spotless outside of, you know, basketball stuff, but who cares right now? We're talking about the stuff that matters. Real hood, fatherhood, pack leader, LeBron James. And I've, I've talked about this before because LeBron has this way of making family a brand and it's, he makes it something to be desired. You have your own family. You have a wife you love. You claim she claims you, you have 
three kids. He has everything. He has, you know, two boys, the athletic. You know, he has a beautiful little daughter. You know, those are that. That's the good stuff. That's where you're like, I'm rich. <laughs> we know LeBron, the greatest basketball player of all time. But the father, it seems like, doesn't make it miss a beat. He doesn't miss a beat. I'm sure he does sometimes, but from coaching, from the sidelines, at his kids' basketball games to movie appearances with his daughter, LeBron James, he just doesn't miss it. And I, I'm very curious to see where that goes. We're watching a new one. It's, it goes in and out of storylines. You know, Bronny playing uh, basketball. Now he's going to USC, which is, I can't wait to see that. We know, we know what LeBron's goals are. We know LeBron's goal is to play basketball with his son one day. Will it happen? It's just a goal. I know people are talking about that. He's not going to retire because he went. Hold on now. It's just a goal. Sometimes goals change. And maybe Bronny doesn't want to play with his dad. Anybody ever thought about that? But in, in the context of this conversation, LeBron has orchestrated with the phenomenal assistance of Savannah James a seemingly another dominant family and he sees there's greatness in his family. He's orchestrating it and he's letting his family figure those things out. LeBron James is a mastermind. He creates his, his plan at this, this line of winning. He wants to create a tree and a legacy of, of winning. And that's something I want to, I want to watch. I can't wait to see. Things to note, LeBron's done. This is this is a pack leader who's not only looking out for his pack, but he's also looking out for other packs. The LeBron I Promise School, the LeBron getting kids into college, and the most recent one, House 330, is, a, is amazing stuff. And it, it's noteworthy. LeBron, thank you, man. That is, that is awesome. I'm going to go check it out. It has a Starbucks. It has a movie theater. It has uh, a bank in it for literacy purposes to teach kids and families how to manage their money, savings, checkings, how to invest early. Incredible stuff. I don't care what you say. You can say whatever you want about LeBron James and his family. But one thing you can't say is he's stubborn. You can't say that. Regardless of how you feel about it, he's still doing it. Building a school, getting multiple classes and generations into college making sure it's paid for. And now he's doing housing for them. And he has this house 3333. That 330, sorry, that is, that's awesome. It looks beautiful. I, I was looking at it last night and I was so proud to witness that. But I can't wait to see where LeBron James and his family goes next. The truth is that both of these families who have leaders that are black fathers are in a better place. If they hadn't been there, their families would not be there. They would not be in the places that they were. If you, if you took them out of that, they, they wouldn't be there. Seeing the, the narrative spin with these beautiful stories into media circle or carnival for the public, negative consumption bothered me so much, particularly black men and their families. Let them be. Let them lead. Let them be. Let them lead. Please let them lead. We know the history. 
and the attack on the black family. I just want to pull up a little light on it. I just want to shine a little light on it and, and show that these fathers know what they're doing. And it's time we congratulate them for that. I know what it is. I know what I see. It's beautiful. And hopefully you think so too. Hope you don't let the narratives get in your way from enjoying and witnessing some greatness. All right, people, this is going to be a short one. I told you. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Go ahead and email me at truetonepod at gmail.com. If you're new here, I do short ones like this sometimes just to let you guys get a sample of what I do. And then uh, I do interviews with interesting people. But as always, was there truth to this conversation or was it just noise? I'll let you decide. We out of here.